Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Good morning, Russell. How are you doing, Russell? Doing well. Good. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thanks. Thanks be to God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We say good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for another opportunity to come to you and you call us by name. And here we are, Father, in your presence. And we come with praise on our lips, with gratitude in our heart. With love for you, Father. For all the good that you have done for us in our life over all these years. The things we see and the things we don't see, the things we don't understand. Sometimes it doesn't look like it is in our favor. Just like you said to Mary, your angel said, blessed and favored are you, highly favored. And yet that high favor had brought her almost to the point of being stoned to death. Likewise, we don't see it as well, Lord. Open our eyes to be like her and we reflect on her discipleship today. We thank you, Father, that every time we come to you, you are ever willing to pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. That even when things don't look like that, they don't look like they are in our favor. Yet, you want us to act in faith and step forward with you. To leave all our cares and our worries outside that door. To open our hearts and our spirit to receive from you your revelation, your wisdom, your understanding. So that when you show us that direction ahead, we step with you confidently in faith. Knowing that you are with us and you will never leave us, even unto the end of time. And we share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all those that are Christians and do not yet know you personally, have not encountered you, and all those that do not want to know you and have turned away, Lord. Let their hearts be quickened and their steps be turned towards you. As we make our bread this morning, we call on your name with confidence. Because your word says, everyone that calls on your name shall not go back in shame. We call on the name of our Father, our Maker. The one who is high and lofty and inhabits eternity. The God of hope, the God of peace. The Father of lights. The God who is a consuming fire, refining and purifying us, sanctifying us. The ancient of days. The one who is our deliverer. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who taught us faith to hold on. The rock on which our church, our faith, our Christian experience is built. So that that house that stands on that rock cannot be shaken, even if floods come from under, winds from around, or the rain from top. Irrespective of whichever side any kind of storm comes, that house stands tall when built on this rock. And we press into your word every single day, Father. Knowing that the more we know of you, and the more we understand your ways and your principles, which are high above our ways, the more solid that foundation becomes. Unshakable. 
And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of light and truth, the spirit of the living God, the hand of the father that created everything that exists in creation. And he has made his tabernacle now within our body. When we receive him through the baptism of the spirit, that he now gives life to our mortal body so that we shall not be the same, but we shall be quickened, awakened in the spirit. Charged to see, to, re to receive revelation and to understand things of the spirit. And then to follow and observe his ways, to do according to all that is written in his word that we receive as mana every day. So that then we shall make our way prosperous in the spirit and in the kingdom. We shall walk in that abundance. Then we shall have good success. And then we shall achieve the dominion that the father has in mind and has always borne that in mind from the time he first created man. Which we see in Genesis 1.28. We thank you father that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit and the gift of prayer to involve you in all our challenging circumstances when we have surpassed and exhausted all our known resources. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the angels, with destiny helpers. That you have blessed us with every spiritual gift and every physical provision in accordance with your riches in glory. We thank you, Lord, that through the working of your spirit, you bring about your fruit in us. So that when we crucify things that are of the flesh, that are of sin, when we look to Jesus, the Holy Spirit helps us achieve his fruit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with everything that we need. And thank you, Lord, once again for this opportunity to come into your presence and to receive from you, to draw and drink from you again until we have received our full. So that when we overflow, it is rivers of living water, your very presence, your very nature that is reflected in our outward thoughts, our words and our actions. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member that is part of every family that is part of this praying group by the precious blood of Jesus. We draw a bloodline around each of them by that blood that has won all victories. We declare that every force of wickedness that comes against that barricade in the spirit be judged by the fire of heaven in the name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with the Father's holy will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exclusion from any of these, divine exemption from any of these kind of attacks in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you give us that authority to command our morning. And we command this exemption. We command blessings. And we declare success and prosperity in our day, this day, in every endeavor we undertake. In the name of Jesus. 
We also herald the power in our word by proclaiming your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And we declare it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. When we send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life in our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. Today, we reflect on the first disciple of Jesus. His very own mother, Mary. We reflect on her discipleship. Now we as Catholics often see her as an intercessor, praying for all. And when the word disciple comes up, we picture the 12 apostles in our mind, but never her. And yet she was his first disciple. So today let's reflect on that discipleship that she demonstrated in her life. A disciple is one that follows the teacher that receives his teachings and does according to and lives according to those teachings. And the first instance in the Bible is when the angel Gabriel came to her with the news that she was chosen by God. And we see that in Luke 1 verse 28. And when told that she would be with child before her marriage and outside her marriage, and in those times, what that meant was adultery, which was punishable by death, by stoning. And yet the angel called her highly favored and blessed. Now, what sort of blessing is it when you're facing the prospect of being stoned to death, staring you right in the face, saying, you're gone? What was her response? Many of us would run away and say, no, thank you. I'd rather live. Yet she surrendered to God and said, let it be done unto me according to your word. Now notice there that she didn't say to God, if it is your will, then let it be done. Many of us pray like this. How many of us pray like that? But she said, according to your word. Are we praying for all our challenging circumstances to be sorted according to his word? Or are we asking him if it is your will? Or are we saying, Lord, this is how I want it to be. I don't know or I don't care if it is your will or not. What are we praying? Look at her prayer. That's the prayer of a disciple. Faith. She surrendered to God's will and his word. She stood in faith. That if he has invited me to this, he will take care of it. In our circumstances, many times we don't know whether he has invited us to that. So it is hard to then discern. But we need to search scripture to see what does it say regarding our circumstance. And then when you find it, you say, let it be done unto me according to your word. 1 John 5 tells us, that 1 John 5.14 tells us that when we pray according to his word, he always hears us. 
and then she stayed with god all through those formative years of jesus's life being discipled along with him as he grew learning holding on in faith to the promise that was made to her by god and that promise was of salvation of everyone else do we patiently stay with god when he is molding us many of us just start and then we want to walk in gifts and miracles quickly and god is probably saying to some you are not ready yet you need to hold on even jesus for that matter his ministry lasted only 3 years but it took him all of 30 years preparing for those 3 years and yet when he first started and his mother asked him to conduct a miracle he said it is not yet time my time has not come are we rushing mary waited patiently all those years as a disciple she stayed and she grew in faith and we see when then when jesus started his ministry and traveled she went with him and the disciples and it was this faith that produced that first miracle at cana even before jesus's time i would like to think that and attribute it to her faith jesus said it is not yet time in john chapter 2 verse 5 she expressed faith when she told the servants do whatever he tells you and that is the only time you see her speaking to anyone as recorded in the bible so what discipleship did she display at this event she displayed faith and intercession and she rallied others into acting out of faith somehow she understood that faith without actions is dead and so she told the servants do whatever he tells you don't just pray there that wine will magically appear out of somewhere faith and intercession she was willing to undergo pain and suffering for him as well when he was born and first presented in the temple simeon gave a prophecy which we see in luke 2 verse 35 that her soul would be pierced through as well so she probably knew what would come she knew the agony she would have to go through and she bore that pain patiently and after jesus is dead worked with the disciples to spread the faith she went with them everywhere even at his death standing at the foot of the cross she displayed obedience to god's plan and to jesus's instruction when he said to her behold your son and he said to his disciple john behold your mother and john took her to his home from that day that's what the bible says you can see that in john 19 verse 25 to 27 here jesus completed his plan around building a family of disciples that they would get together 
And again, remember in Matthew 12, verses 46 to 50, where Jesus was presenting in a certain house in a, where the people had crowded around him. And when his mother and brothers came to him and were waiting outside, he asked the question, who are my mother and my brothers? Or was he asking, who are my disciples? They that do the will of my father in heaven are my mother and my brothers. So a family of disciples. That's what he probably demonstrated there when he said to John and his mother, Behold your mother, behold your son. Here we see his insistence on doing God's will as part of the, as part of discipleship. So let's summarize now in short. As a disciple, she surrendered to God's will and she obeyed. She invited others to come to Christ, to obey Christ, to follow Christ, starting with the servants at the feast at Cana. And she invited those to invite others to do the same as well. She was willing to undergo persecution, shame, pain, and even death for his sake. So what's our takeaway? Rather than just looking up to her and invoking her help saying, pray for us. We ought to model her Christian discipleship and follow her example. If we are to ask her the question today, I'm sure there is just one thing that she would say to us. And that is not, I'll pray for you. Or do what I tell you. But rather, do whatever he tells you. It's like she pointing us to him, towards him, in every circumstance where we are praying. Do according to his word. And that is exactly what she did. She demonstrated it herself. When she said to the angel. Let it be done unto me. According to your word. She didn't say to the angel. Pray for me. We need to model. Her discipleship. Her prayer life. If we are. To take one thing away from this. It is just to remember that all that she is always wanting us and wanting us to do and all that she is pointing us to is to Jesus and to do what he tells us through his word. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that understanding so that when we look at Mary, our mother, and we draw strength from her endurance. Blessed art thou amongst women. When we draw strength from her endurance, we look to her and build our prayer life on that inspiration. That we stick to his word and what we understand out of it, out of the revelation given to us by the Holy Spirit, then we do what it says. And that is all that the Bible wants of us. You can also see that in Joshua 1.8. It's exactly the same thing. 
she is just repeating that instruction of god grant us that understanding that edification father in the mighty name of jesus we pray and as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day for all families that are embattled that are facing any kind of separation or division we pray also lord for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives especially prayerlessness and any kind of yoke that seeks to keep your people in bondage father we come against it by the blood of jesus and we declare those chains broken this day we ask for the anointing the yoke breaking anointing of your spirit to touch these lives this day lord so that when your anointing is released there is renewal there is transformation we pray also for our own needs those of our families especially those in our family and friend circle that are not yet saved we ask for a quickening there as well lord that their hearts be turned to you and they willingly give their hearts to you this day that they have a place in your kingdom as well lord we stand in between that gap we intercede for all of these as well as every other prayer request that is made on this platform at this prayer rod we come in agreement with all these requests father and as we make this a prayer of agreement we believe that you have answered it so father we thank you that you have heard us and you always hear us and we now release our faith believing that we have received the outcome the manifestation of all that we are praying for in the name of Jesus i encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith ask the holy spirit to take over let us now pray thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father thank you father thank you holy spirit Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ayana <laughs> <laughs> 
Shandara 
the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripture I've been given today is from 1 Peter 1.13. Therefore, gird up your minds, be sober, set your hope fully upon the grace that is coming to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's powerful reflections that he shares on all our social media channels and our Telegram platform, please share them with your friends and family and bless them. Also a reminder about our Bible study session this evening. The topic is the kingdom principle of sowing and reaping. It will be a series of two parts. And in this series, we'll learn about what the Bible means by seed, the mindset of a sower and being blessed to be a blessing. That is how you can use this principle to build righteousness as well. Please share that message. We have posted it on our YouTube and on our Facebook page as well as on our Telegram group. I shall post it again this morning on Telegram group. Please share that with your friends and family and invite them to join us this evening. Praise and worship starts from 5.30 p.m. followed by confession of scriptures, testimony time. And then the teaching starting at about 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You'll find different time zones in that message that we post out on all these channels. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, quoted from the NIV, which says, Follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And the second one 
is from Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, quoted from the NIV again, which talks of peace and hope. And says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. We shall see you at Bible study this evening. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless you and everybody.